fucking knows. He thought you'd seen it all, but to find out more things, discover all the secrets on behind the porn scenes. With Lee Lou Love. Uh-huh. Was that melodramatic or just right? <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Porn Scenes. I am your host, Lilu Love, and I am here with my beautiful husband, B. Yep, and welcome to episode 126. Yes, here we are. So, last week, we totally forgot some shit, <laughs> literally. Uh, so, we were telling you, know, we went and picked up Simba and Timon and Pumbaa, which are the greatest names ever, and it fits them all perfectly, except uh, Simba's a mischievous monkey, too. Uh... So we had like, what, about an hour drive? Was, or was it a little over that? an yeah, hour? Yeah, it was like an hour and 20 minutes, I think. So uh, there I'm back. So I asked my friend who works at Caliente, hey, you know, I know you got a truck and uh, what's the thing that pulls Trailer. In? Trailer. So like, you know, let's put the goats and the puppy in the trailer. I think she thought I meant puppy and baby goats. Even though I, rem- I remember telling her that the go- goats were older. Maybe it was my fault. Maybe it wasn't. I guess nobody's really to blame in it, but I think she thought they were smaller. Goat's poo is wonderful poo because it's just little tiny pellets. It's dry and they're gone. Well, first, we thought she was showing up with the trailer. And she didn't. So then we had to put two giant goats. That weigh around 80 pounds apiece. Giant puppy. Into just no, the 50 pounds. back of her truck. No, no, no. Not and the not, back of her truck. Even, no, 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 no. Yeah, the, yeah, not, no that's the back completely dangerous. Seat of her truck. Yeah, she put a tarp on that for the goats. But goats will not pee in a close quarters like that. They will not pee exactly where they have to lay. That's why they say they need so many, so much space. Because uh, if you keep them locked up, like it's miserable for them to pee right where they have to be. They will go away and they will pee. So they won't pee in a space like that. And they poop little pellets that are like berries. So those are easy to Rubs just... Rubs right off. Now, if a puppy gets diarrhea in the front seat of your car, it's a completely different story. Like, I felt so bad because it smelled so bad because he hates being in cars. I was like, oh, how can you keep a puppy outside? It's like, he doesn't like cars. He doesn't want to come in the house. He's happy outside. Like, that's where he was born. That's where he's been raised up until this point. He likes being outside. And we were behind in in our van with the baby. So we had no way to really know what was even happening. I was like, you know, is everything good? She was like, no, there's shit everywhere. And I'm about to cry. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, she's going to hate us. And I was just super worried about everything. But I gave her stuff to clean out the car. She's like, no, it's fine. She's like, it just kept smelling worse and worse. And being trapped in a car with dog shit. Because she was like, you know, she was trying to keep him out of it. And he stepped in it and was trying to crawl on her lap. So it's just. She was like, this is too much to handle. I don't know how she did it. Even just pulling up when the door wrong. opened, I could smell it from 10 feet away. And she was cooped up with that for like, what, 20, at least half minutes? the trip? I don't yeah. know. I don't know when it happened. So half the trip, 45 minutes. Uh, so I don't know because I, I'm i like, B, keep your eye out. Like I wouldn't blame her if she's driving on the road and we see two goats and a puppy standing on the side of the road looking with, lost, not knowing what to do. With, with their stuff. thumbs up. Yeah. Like somebody please help us. Uh, cause like, that's a very emotional thing. Like that trucks our baby and my baby shit all inside of it. And that was Simba just getting started. Like the goats were supposed to be the mischievous ones and they have gotten into some trouble, but Simba is way worse. Yeah. So, cause he's a baby. The, the goats are like grown, like 
old elderly people yeah they're, they're six they're about halfway through their lives so they'll live anywhere between seven and 14 years hopefully not seven hopefully we can get a little bit more time out because i do like them they're really sweet like they'll come up and they'll kind of nuzzle up against you and the funniest thing ever is a goat running at you because it's like waddle 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 and they run at you and it's uh pretty funny looking yeah they're not very fast at all i, no. I don't know why i thought they would be faster what do you think? What do you think is it going to be like an actual warthog running at you? Just like super fast. So Simba fits in our chicken coop. Through his tiny little door. Ti- he's he's like it's an like, octopus. Right. It's like what? Uh, probably a foot high by like a foot wide. Yeah. It's it's small. He Simba's huge. Yeah. He won't be able to. He's growing so fast. But his first trick is pooping in the car. And he's like, for my second trick, I'm, I'm going to military eat. crawl through the chicken coop door. And eat chicken food because chicken food is high in protein. So what was it like the first day and second day we couldn't, he would not eat dinner. Yeah. Would not touch it, wanted nothing to do with it. He would scarf down his breakfast and then at night, just nothing. I was like, what is he doing? You know, I knew he had to be needing to eat more. Then we come home and I thought he was stuck in the chicken coop, but no, he was just in there. I was going to say, who found him? Was it me or was it you? I think it was you. Yeah. I think I came in and I, I was coming to get you to tell you he was stuck. And then by the time I got, got back out, he just went right back out like it was nothing. <laughs> and he has the funniest tail wag. His tail is just like in a big circle. When he wags his tail, it doesn't go like left to right. It just goes in a big, long circle because that's his tail. So he and got that, in and he got out. That's the same day we came after last week's podcast. We came home and that's when you saw the torn up box in the driveway. No. So we were pulling up and I had a box with some plants in it. The box was gone. A couple plants knocked over. I'm like something's up. But when I pulled up, I didn't see anything. So I pulled up slowly. Normally I'll go a little faster, but I was going like one mile an hour instead of like five. So it wasn't a crazy difference. And I'm looking around and I'm like, Hmm. And then we get out of the car. I close the door and somebody just comes running up to me. And I'm like, Oh fuck. What he have said, they gotten into? Cause he's supposed to be in the, our yard is two thirds in the front. Fence. Yeah, yeah. And then a third in the back where the animals stay. So they're not supposed to have access to the main yard. And yet they were all in the front yard. Because we have a fenced in yard that's crossed fenced, which means the whole property is fenced in and then a portion of it's fenced off for animals or whatever else you want to use it for. They're supposed to be back there, which is it. I say it's like, oh, you know, we have a three and a half acre property. So they have like an acre and a quarter because I think it's a two and a almost two and a half, a little under two and a half in the front. And then the rest is in the back. So it's not a small area for them. And they just came up like, hey, we're good. it's good to see you. You know, we are here. We love you. And yeah. so And we hadn't been closing the front gate at first. And we just had started doing that. Otherwise, there's no telling how far they would have gone. Yeah. And that, w- that would have been scary because he's a big dog. And, and the goats. I, mean, uh, I was saying like the goats, uh, even though he's a big dog, he's still a puppy. He's not going to be able to protect the goats if other dogs come up to chew on the goats and that made me feel horrible because there's no time all three of them could have seriously gotten hurt. Speaking, so our next big thing speaking is of his protection job. Well, one last thing because that's our next big thing that we're going to do is get an electric gate. That's like superficial. Cause the one we have now, if the goats really wanted to get out of the very front gate, they'd be able to get out. Cause we rigged the back one where they can't get out of it unless we open it. So that's our next big project will be getting an official gate. Yeah. They were the ones that broke out of the, they got everybody into the front yard. They Yeah, we already had to reinforce the chicken coop because like they lean up against the chicken wire and I see the wire stretching. I'm like, they're going to break through that. So we had to have our handyman put boards across where they lay. So they push up against the boards, which will break at some point. But at least they're not going to break the wire. Same thing with the fence gate. The gap was too big. They could just stick their head through it and then just boulder their body through and open the latch. 
but he fixed that too so yeah, yeah, we're good so. to go so far yeah except for Simba being a livestock guardian dog he's four months old so we thought if we put him in the backyard since he's kind of you know been around uh other animals that he would be fine so uh we just didn't notice it at first but the chickens and the goats were overexciting him sometimes if he pounces on a goat I wouldn't say no harm, no foul, but he's not going to squish it like he does a chicken. So the first day we came out, I noticed like one of the chickens was acting weird. Uh, so I guess he may have went after the same one more than one time because then we found that one dead the next day. And well, we had no idea what it was basically under a gate. So we thought it got like smooshed by the gate or like maybe, uh, wait, was that the one that, uh, Fozzie chased into the gate that ran I, I can't him. tell the difference in them. They yeah. all look like chickens to me. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, they all are chickens. So at least you got that one right. <laughs> uh, so uh, one ran into a gate. So I was like, man, maybe it died from like, uh, like salmonella or because that's what that was what was terrifying because we were like really looking out for that stuff. Like we didn't even want to touch him after that point because we thought salmonella. We're like, oh, my God, our baby, we're all going to die. And there was no bite marks. And no. it, it was really it really looked like the witch from The Wizard of Oz with her feet hanging out under the house. This chicken was basically just under a gate. So it was like we couldn't figure out what was happening. <laughs> and I made B pick it up and he was like, if this thing moves. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, die. I'm like, it's already rigor mortis set in it was just like yeah. it was super just stiff and tight and not wanting to move so we got rid of that one and then the next day i come out to feed everybody in the morning and there's one dead this time in the stall and this time it's got like some of its guts out and half of its ass eaten yeah so then we kind of knew because some little fuzzy buddy was looking incredibly guilty like he knew at that point that he had done something wrong. And then that's when we started noticing he's really chasing the chickens. Not like if you've ever seen a lab chase a chicken or like a dog with a prey drive like that, they're chasing him to hurting him. He's just lollygagging, trying to play with them because he is a four month old puppy. So, uh, yeah, that had to stop. And then we we're like, oh, we'll let him out at night, you know, with the goats. And then so we started watching him more. He's trying to mount the goat. So I'm out there one day and I hear one of the goats screaming, like literally screaming for help. Like somebody help me. Like Simba is just trying to just go to town on him like crazy, like kind of like nipping at him a little bit. Like, come on, I, like you have to play with me, like getting ramped up more and more. And, more. and that's when I realized right there that he, if we're not out there with him, he has to be locked up. So I was like, great. Like he's killed two chickens. He wants to mount these goats. There's no way he's going to be able to be a livestock guardian dog. So I reached out to uh, a couple of farms in the area and I was like, you know, our dog killed two chickens. They're like, ah, like, dude, puppies do that all the time, especially livestock guardians. They, they were almost acted like only two. <laughs> yeah. They were like, you know, it happens. Like it happens quite regularly when they're under 18 months to two years old because they're, they're babies. Uh, they're like, you know, the puppies, they do it unfortunately all the time. You have to be out there to correct it. So now whenever we're out there and he goes to even go towards the chickens, like excitedly, we immediately have to shut it down. Or whenever he goes to go after the goats excitedly, we have to immediately shut it down. So we're showing him he can play with Fozzie, but he cannot play with those. Like we're trying to show him that there's a difference, which it takes time. So that's what we're 
investing our time in now in our little murderous poopy. Yeah. So at least it was only two because after the first one and when B went out there the second day, he had to come and tell me, oh, I was all emotional because I was like, you know, I liked the chickens and I, I didn't realize how tired I was at that moment. And then I got like a couple naps in and good night's sleep because like, you know, there's a lot going on and we're doing a lot. And uh, with being a first time mother, I don't realize how much I'm wearing myself thin. So every now and again, I really have to like take like a good hour, hour and a half nap without Bumblebee just so I can get like really deep sleep. Because when I sleep with her, I'm incredibly aware, even in my deepest sleep, that she is there. Well, when I saw that one, I thought for sure the all other, the others were just going to be spread all over the yard. But that's what tells me that he, it started out as him just like playing. Yeah. If he was going after them to kill them, he yes. could have easily picked them off one by one. It was just like uh, whenever Ida bit me that one time, long story short, she was in a fight with another dog. I touched her when I went to kick the other dog. She bit me, not on purpose, because when she saw she bit me, I could just see like, oh my God, I just bit my lover <laughs> like, this was our old german shepherd yeah, from years ago that passed away four years old from cancer uh but she bit me and she freaked out she's like oh my god like even more than being in dog fight because people are like oh you're gonna have to put that dog down i'm like no she bit me realized she made a mistake kept it moving uh she didn't turn around and say oh that was good let me bite you again so yeah there's hope for what i'm saying is there's hope for when dog makes a mistake that it's just a mistake that they can learn from and they won't continue making the same mistakes so I think that's the yeah. farm adventures from this week. I don't think we left any major stories out like last time. Yeah, I, I hope. But who fucking knows? But I love the goats. I still love Simba. And I super love Fozzie. And we're all super good. The videos for last week. The first one is the podcast. Why I drink some yummy, delicious cold water. Yep. We always post the video versions of these audio podcasts the week after on lilulove.com. On to the next one. All right. Next one is POV blowjob while taking selfies. I got a couple of really good selfies from that. So I liked them. That was, that was in your hot. ready room. Yeah. It's definitely still not ready though. No. No no room in our house is ready right At now. At all. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, the next one is webcam behind the scenes standing vibrator masturbation. That's when I got to bend over super sexy even though it doesn't show it in any of those clips. But I guess I only stood o- bent over for like what two or three minutes. Picture in the, is that the puppy? Yeah, it just looks like a weird swirl. But yeah, yeah it's definitely the puppy. <laughs> it's the poopy head right now. The next one is the August 2018 sc- uh, come schedule, a.k.a. my motherfucking birthday. And that's actually the same with the uh, webcam show for last week. That was actually on my birthday. And if you have not gotten me a gift, don't worry. It is my birth month. No gift is ever late. <laughs> the next one is POV blowjob lactation squirting all over. That was I, squirting every, I was covered in milk by the end of that. Yeah. And saliva. And like, cause like I overproduce a lot of milk and, uh, apparently like everybody I talked to you, you either overproduce or underproducers. And that was like, I produce the exact correct amount of milk. Like I, it goes everywhere. It's you either overproduce, which is I think normal, and then underproducing is considered not normal. So, yay, I'm I'm normal. <laughs> now three Sibian orgasms after a long hiatus. I was like, oh, you know, I'll probably be able to come twice. No, three times was not even an issue. It was just like bam, bam, bam. It was quite intense. That just was your like first time week. on that in 
probably close to a year at least yeah you know, because 10 months 11 months because we, like uh, we looked it up as soon as uh i found out i was pregnant i was like look this up i don't think i can ride this anymore because well, how it says powerful right it is. in the manual yeah they, and it's one of those things where it's probably like they have to just be extra cautious to say that but after the problems we had before we weren't taking any chances right well the vibration i know no i'm talking about like the insert with the twirling would probably have been fine but like because that's a crazy vibration like even my little vibrator like it it gives off a good amount of power that little vibrator ain't got shit on a fucking sibian like it is crazy next one is recording selfie masturbation uh this one was pretty hot i enjoyed this one it was nice simple fun just sitting back relaxing and doing my thing now for the member question the member question is from mike he says now that you have had bumblebee what is your most and least favorite part of being a new mommy? So there's actually quite a few things. My, I think the biggest thing though is it's no longer all about me. And that's like my favorite and least favorite thing, you know, cause like I'm not the baby. I'm not babied anymore. Like as much as I was, but even though B you completely takes like care it. of me, Hey, even though he completely takes care of me. Cause, uh, uh, and again, like my favorite and least favorite part, uh, with breastfeeding, breastfeeding is by far the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like it's on par with getting sober because it is definitely it's taxing. It's hard. It's only me. Nobody else can do it. Like, because that's what I wanted. I wanted to be able to like super bond with her and her getting my breast milk is by far the healthiest thing that I can do for her. So like it's incredibly, incredibly hard. You know, I wake up every few hours at night uh, I have to do every few hours during the day. Like my back hurts from my tits getting big, small, big, small, carrying her all day, getting weird positions to feed her. Uh, there was another one I was going with that. Oh, my nipples are almost always sore. Cause if she goes through cluster feedings, no matter how durable your nipples are, they still get sore when she wants to feed every hour. Like she did through the night, what, two nights ago, mm-hmm. every hour, all freaking night long. Like it was pretty intense. I think she did go an hour and a half one time. But it was pretty much every hour. Then whenever she goes like that, next few days after, my boobs get like this one. You can see how full and how hard my boob is. It's like two to three inches versus this one, which is squishy <laughs> she because just she just ate, ate this one. one. Right but this one's getting engorged. This one felt just like that not long before. So that's like, you know, it is one of the hardest, most rewarding things ever because like I get to watch her when she feeds. Like it is literally bonding. And I know that me feeding her is setting her up for the rest of her life. Like it's liquid gold is what they call boob juice, which is what I like to call it is, uh, it's incredibly healthy. It has all the fats, everything to grow her body. Like my body made her and then I'm feeding her and helping her grow until she gets to a certain age. And then she gets food. Like, and you're doing really, I mean, I'm sure there's different qualities of breast milk, but you're doing really well eating healthy yourself because mm-hmm. a lot of that goes into making your breast milk, which goes right into her. 136 pounds again. We forgot to mention that. So I hit like a weight plateau for the last, what, like two months? <laughs> well, and even up a little bit. Yeah. Since well, delivery. two jars of fucking peanut butter a week will destroy anybody's insides. Which I'm surprised I didn't gain like 137 pounds just from eating that much because I'm pretty sure any bodybuilder would have gained like 100 pounds. And, uh, but I think like the, uh, me getting to 136 has made me feel better too, like mentally and physically. Cause I'm slowly starting to get back to myself, but 
I think my favorite thing about being a mother is being a mother, like having my little bumblebee because I've always wanted a little girl and now I got a little girl. So it's just, I don't know. It's very magical, very difficult. I'm ready to get out of the fourth trimester because I heard that the other day because the third trimester is hard and this is really hard too. So ready for her to, you know, get past the point where she's not just all wobbly neck all the time. I got to like support her neck all the time. And then I think it's really going to start getting more and more fun because she just started laughing. We've heard a giggle or two here or there. And then when she's no longer wobbly neck, the real fun and terror begins, I'm sure. Thank you, Mike. I will be emailing you about your personalized picture for having your question featured in the show. For everyone else to have your question featured on the show, go to lelu.xxx slash podcast. That's lelu.xxx slash podcast. And scroll down to the get featured on the podcast section. So now, since we were talking about the Sibian earlier, now the real fun begins. Uh, FetishCon is coming up. So B asked me, you know, what I wanted for my birthday. And I was like, you know, still to go to FetishCon. Because that's a big, it's a big undertaking for us. Because like with me breastfeeding, he's going to have to come to me every two to three hours because we were not taking our baby into the FetishCon hotel because that's way too many germs and a close thing. So we're staying nearby. So that's basically what I'm getting for my birthday. And somebody was like, oh, he's not going to surprise you with nothing. I'm like, first of all, no, like he, he does do surprises, but not when I'm asking for the, one of the biggest undertakings. This is like bigger than us buying a house. Like it's going to be incredibly difficult and hard, but, uh, yeah. FetishCon, Sibian, Ashley Fires. Do I need to say anything else? Or? I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of stories to share next week. Cause we, what we're getting back on like Saturday or Saturday or Sunday depends. Yeah. So we'll, we'll basically be doing the podcast right after FetishCon. So right. it'll all be fresh, whatever happens. Yes. It'll be very, very fun. And we also have our first house guest coming, which we'll let you know how that goes too, because my man child will be here. So we'll let you know. AKA your dad. Yeah. The fun adventures that comes from my dad, because he's definitely an interesting Bing. And to check out the show notes for this episode, go to lilu.xxx slash podcast 126. And I'll see you next week where there's always enough love to go around. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to hear more and most importantly, see more, go to lilulove.com. I have some um, <laughs> hardcore videos and I've got four 24-7 cams almost always up in my house. Go to lilulove.com. L-E-L-U-L-O-V-E. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Love you.